I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Watch Less. Complex's podcast about movies and TV. But as always, we're not rocking with none of that nonsense on your timeline. We're just worried about what's real. It's Cal, deputy editor of pop culture here at Complex. To my right, as always, is the homie Fraser Tharp. Yer. And special guest. This is your second time. Is he a special guest? I mean, I know, special we, enough. We have some in the vaults. So. Yeah, we did. There were a couple in the vaults before uh, before they, they, they hit publish on the pod. Uh, Big Nate Houston, frequent contributor on? to the site. Nate, because I've known you for so long, I get to tell you that you're not special. Damn. Damn. I'll take that. I I have no argument on that one. We've got Nate in here because usually when we're uh, going back and forth about movies and TV, he's one of our trusted voices. And this is the big week. You know, the the slog of award season is coming to an end. Award season does not look fun for the people who are up for awards. No, it looks like a chore. You are going to like a million things. And I wonder if they have speechwriters. I th- because Joaquin Phoenix and Brad Pitt have been smoking their speeches, but they've had to give like a lot of them. I'm going to assume Brad Pitt might. I, the way Joaquin Man, why is delivering. Do, why do you do Brad like that? I'm, I mean, Brad looks like, you know. He Brad knows, has been getting jokes off. That, that's what I'm saying. He's like he, leaning all the way into his divorce hurt. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Did you see Joaquin at BAFTA? It's like, my God. And was it at the Globes, too? It's kind of like. Great actor. I, I don't he can know be that, acting weird. Don't I don't know if that's what it is. I don't think this is him trying to be a fake rapper. Before this, I didn't know that Joaquin was this socially awkward. Uh, no, it makes sense though. I guess he had that. Know. Yeah, he did have that whole uh, documentary though. Whole... Yeah, it was it was like the biggest troll before people actually used the term. Right? Back when yeah. everyone thought that he produced Pusha T's album. <laughs> fucking insane. Like that's one of the greatest rumors. I feel like he came out of that weirder. Yeah, yeah no, one hundred percent. He's like okay. shit. They believed it. Yeah. Now that's... what? You know, but uh, but yeah, for Oscars, which is what we're here to talk about, big Oscars uh, preview show. Um, that's like the biggest platform. So that speech has to smoke all the past speeches. Yes. that people have been crazy for, right? I'm assuming Brad Pitt's ready. And like the two people we brought up, Brad and Joaquin, are pretty much two of the biggest locks of the night. It's crazy. It's actually kind of sad. I, f- I mean, I, d- I didn't want to go into it on the timeline. I don't really want to go into it here. But I do. Everybody's applauding Joaquin for his BAFTA speech about, uh, you know, we, we, we the white people have to get more people of color everywhere. And I'm, I'm down with it. Uh-oh. I just wish it was for a film that wasn't The Joker, where all of the black people get all of the problems. I mean, you know, because people were sharing. I don't know if people saw what was it Frederick Dodd's Variety. Oh uh, well, yeah, I wanted. To, I'm going to get into that later. The, the, yeah. the, the fluff piece. Um, after that came out, and people were tearing into it. They were taking screenshots oh, of the, the script. script. I forgot and the about script that. Made sure to point, it was written in there that like Arthur's was one of the white faces in the crowd and shit like that. It's just it's a little no. Weird. It's like downtrodden, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic street. Arthur is one of few white faces. Yes, it's we. It's it's just a weird thing to come out and say when. That's like, like almost a Thirty Rock kind of facts. No big facts. Like I said, I mean, I, props to him for having you know the 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 strength to go up there and say that and have people kind of be like, damn, he's really you know going in. But I just I wish it was for not Joker. That well, makes sense. it could just be me. We're here to break down the show ahead of um, the broadcast, so we're going to do all the big categories yes. the same way we would do on the site. Um, and you should go to the site, because we will have a breakdown there as well. Right. We'll have a component there as well. Should win our personal picks uh-huh. out of the nominees, I should say. Facts. Because 
Uncut Gems. Yeah, right. Big Zero stuff. nominations. Big stuff. Didn't Wait. send it to anybody, man. Is that what it is, Nate? That's what his neighbor said. Well, that's, that's what. That's right. I, I learned before we started that you actually have a neighbor who's a voter. Yeah. I, In I don't directing, want you to... acting, and uh, writing, I believe. Wait, they can only vote on certain categories? Yeah, yeah. it's broken up by, like, uh, board or whatever. That's why, oh. for the most part, and we'll get into the science of this, but it's like when certain things go away at the SAG Awards or the DGA or the Writers Guild, then it's mm. pretty much kind of a lock of how it'll go for the Oscars in that category because they're voting. It's all the same people. Facts. Yeah, Yeah, I think you have to be a member of the guild and everything to get... To then get in. And then, yeah, and then you have to be accepted, and yeah, so... And and your your neighbor didn't get a copy of Gems? No, he literally said I was waiting up until the last day to get it, and they never sent it. Jesus. And he was pissed. He He could have just gone to the, the fucking Wellmont... Yeah, he's like Claridge. He's like eighty though. So. <laughs> he could ask me if I had known, I would have gave him a copy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows how to torrent. Yeah, that would have to be a physical. <laughs> um. All right, but yeah, we're doing should win, should win, personal picks, mm-hmm. uh, will win, mm-hmm. using all of our industry knowledge, vast, and uh, pass science <laughs> to indicate. What will most likely take home the award, whether it deserves to or not. Facts. And Dark Horse, which is, you know, uh, everyone thinks that they have Oscar voters' mind down to a science, but it always swings a certain way other mm-hmm. times. So, I, I don't want to start with Best Picture or Best Director. It just feels like it's... We'll save those for the, for the finale. Much but, like the show does. Facts. But I would like to start with a big one. So let's go, <laughs> since we're talking about Joaquin, talking about Joker... Best actor. Now, this is a tough one. Is it? It's tough because there's like two main choices. Like between Antonio Banderas, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, and Jonathan Price. There's only two names that I think are even in the running. Um and I would say they're well Joaquin and Leo. Here's the part of the show where I admit that I have not seen the two popes. Uh, and probably never will. I mean, Sorry. I'm, I'm. I feel like I've said it before. I'm surprised that it's even up there. Nate, uh, did you watch Two Popes? I watched half of it, which should say something. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of you know what it is. It's like I feel like it's one of those movies that's not for the general audience, but it's for the Oscar audience. Word. So did your eighty year old neighbor like it? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Does yeah, he have well. Netflix or he he's watched the screener of that? Yeah, no, he's got Netflix, but he he gets the screener, so Word. so he probably watched the screener. Damn. But yeah, I'm not. A, I wasn't a huge fan. Here's also the part of the show uh-huh. where we should say that Nate and I were in the cut for the red carpet premiere of Marriage Story. Oh boy! Oh god! With in the audience with Mr. Adam Driver himself. Really? Uh, Nate was so not into the movie that he just. Up and went for like the longest bathroom break yeah, <laughs> during the third was, act. Yeah, used the hand dryer on that one. That was, uh, Wait, was this? So did you see him punch the wall at least? He was like in there flossing. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him punch the wall, and I'm pretty sure he punched the wall like three more times for that movie. <laughs> like that thing repeated itself so many times. Yeah. He was good. He was good. He's mm-hmm. not gonna get. No. I mean, that's not even a question. No, not at all. But yeah, no, that movie was torturous that was horrible <laughs> i didn't think it was that bad it's not I, that bad I didn't, it's, it's fine the first like it might even be 40 good. minutes is great and then yeah. they just put that on repeat for the next like hour and a half it, it did. and not even that how long was that movie it felt like it was five hours but what was it, it was probably, like 90 minutes your bathroom Something break like was that. five it, hours it, it, I thought you left. It, it was it was it's probably on the shorter end of uh oscar bait movies you know what i mean oh my god i, I literally I went for 20 minutes in the bathroom and i came back and it was the same scene it <laughs> was horrible i couldn't Maybe divorce is cyclical. That's what it's saying. Damn. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rough, rough. Much like technology. Shouts out Jennifer Jason Lee. No? Carcosa. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, should win. Who should, should win? Now. I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. I came out of that saying, give Leo and Brad the nominations. Early. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, of the, again, of the people here. We're not, we already talked about snubs, mm-hmm. but it still deserves repeating that no De Niro is very strange here. The actual Irishman. The Irishman. Terrible. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're going favorites. Leo. Damn. How about you, Nate? I mean, honestly, I, I, look, what Leo did 
was great, mm-hmm. but he also had to share the screen. Joaquin didn't have to share the screen. Facts. Joaquin got the whole time, and that's why Joaquin killed it. Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of where my my thoughts are going. Is only because, sure, it's a Joker, but I think once you take Joaquin out of that, I don't think <laughs> the, any, whole movie falls the, apart. The, the rest of the movie is garbage, and I don't think anybody could do what he did in that film as that character. Oh yeah. Um, I still got issues with the entire film. I came away from it with like a like a C C plus mind state, and Joaquin yeah. A plus. Yes, one hundred percent. But the more it wins stuff, and the more it gets like lauded by some people, it makes me like hate it more out yeah. of spite. Yeah, it's it's why why are we doing this to ourselves? But I mean, it's fine. It's, it's, I it's, say, it doesn't deserve it. Is the thing? It, I don't think it deserves all of I these mean, awards. I feel like you know what it is. Is I feel like he did such a good job that he literally changed the dynamic of the film. Facts. I mean, it became a personal but film like, as opposed to the story. I agree with you. The plot it has is, eleven nominations. Yeah, which crazy. is crazy. Like it's it, crazy. Uh, it. Listen, the plot is pointless. It, nothing really happens. But Joaquin kills it, and he turns it into a personal movie. And if you watch it as his movie, yeah, it's great. He owns it. Really so, which it. I feel like, you know, maybe a lot of people are doing, maybe they're not. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, uh, now we have to shout out Frederick Dodds. <laughs> yeah. Were you familiar with this? Did you catch up to this? No, no. So, I mean, every movie campaigns and shit, whatever. But Variety ran some sponsored content yeah. for a Joker, which is like this long, like beautifully made expansive piece on it's why like it's five like a or great six, movie. It's five or six click page, page clicks. To go to, and I mean, the sites look great. They had like Bradley Cooper quotes in there. Todd Phillips was talking yeah, a lot. Yeah, because Bradley Cooper produced it. But <laughs> the byline <laughs> is this name, Frederick Dodds. And again, they're admitting that, that Warner Brothers paid for this. It's sponsored. Yeah, it's, it's, even cl- still, it's clear on the site. You Google this guy's name and literally nothing comes up. Yeah. There, there, if there is a Frederick Dodds, <laughs> he's so off the grid. <laughs> How, how he how he was I around think, to, I think to write uh, this. one passage in the piece compared it to Gandhi. Right? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that it was a lot. It was there was a lot of, of jerking on that post. Yeah, I mean Dodge rhymes with Todd. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I think you know we're we're it's either gonna be Joaquin or Leo. I'm assuming the Oscars are gonna give it to Joaquin. Yeah, that's like easy money. That's like if you want to make the gems bet. Joaquin yeah. points, Joaquin rebounds, <laughs> Joaquin at the tip. Joaquin wins the tip. But you have to have someone there for a dark horse. Yeah. Who do we think? If I, Leo's not the dark horse, who is it? I think they had the gall and the balls to put Antonio Banderas in there for, uh, for Pain and Glory, mm-hmm. a film that I don't think a lot of people even knew was a thing. A lot of Oscar voters or a lot of the mainstream? Mainstream. Yeah, for mainstream. sure. Mainstream. It's, it's, because it wasn't up for, for best film, but it was enough, his performance was enough to be in that position. I think he might be the dark horse. That's fair. I don't know who else would take, I, I don't. I saw Pain and Glory. I thought he, I thought he was good. I mean. He wasn't Oscar worthy? Um, I'm not when you're comparing it to like, you know, Leo, honestly. Right. I mean, every, like, it, like, it's, it's, once again, it's, you know. Antonio Banderas had his own movie as opposed to Leo, who had to share it. But Word. every time Leo got on scene, on, on screen, he delivered. So. Killed it, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I, but, but that's my thing, because it's, it's not going to be Adam Driver. Kylo Ren is not taking yeah, no, no. the best And actor. if we're looking historically, you know, Leo is uh, not exactly an Oscar favorite for some reason. That's why when, when Revenant, when he got that win, it was such a big deal. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the kids were in heaven over that. And even then, I feel like they did it because they felt they had to. They needed to, yeah. It was the makeup. Well, yeah. but the that's makeup. the other thing, though, that people joked about how um, Revenant was really just like... It was so the press tour for that was all like Leo ate a liver and slept inside a bison and did all the shit that has nothing to do about like the acting. Word. And I feel like and he is great in that movie, mm-hmm. but Once Upon a Time is like there's none of that shit to hide behind and it's Word. just a really good straightforward performance. So it would be nice. Word. And and I mean on the flip side of that, I think that was Joaquin's push leading yeah. into that film. It was a lot of how much weight did he lose? You know, oh, yeah. he wasn't a comic fan, but they found a way to manipulate it and make it work, and they added so much. Like, there's there's a story there. Joaquin deserves it. I just hate every time the camera cuts to Todd Phillips' smug fucking face <laughs> in the audience. 
that shit. Brick. Yeah, he kind of he kind of he bricked it in my in my in, in the press tour. Yeah, it was the worst. Um, All right, moving on. Uh, let's go to supporting because that's what the show actor? opens. Yeah, word. Well, supporting actor and actress. Word. It's supporting actor Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, Anthony Hopkins and Two Popes, uh, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci for their work in The Irishman, and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time. Again, coming out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And again, if you want to um, treat the award season run-up as a prognosticator, yes, Brad has been scooping them up. Facts. He's been doing his thing. Like you said, he's on his comedy tour. He's pretty much on par with Joaquin in terms of winning everything of note yeah. so far. Yeah, it's, it's been a good showing leading into the Oscars. And he's been uh, using his speeches to joke about being on Tinder <laughs> and bringing his mom as a date and shit like that. It's your man's. I mean, hey, he's got he's to do that. It's a smart way to feed into the, uh, the non-acting nonsense. R.I.P. Brangelina. Damn. Damn. Mm. It's... Shit happens. So, who do you guys think should win? Should win? Yeah. Um, Brad. Yeah, I'll probably give it to Brad. I think that's and it. And also, there's the fact, like you said, he's schmoozing it up all over the place. And if the Oscars want viewers, it's Brad. Facts. I mean, Big gonna, facts. He's going to put faces in front of TVs. That's just what it is. Irishman? They, well, it's almost, but they, okay, they have two guys who did very well. I personally. You think they're going to split the vote? I think that's what happens. I personally liked Pesci's performance a little more than Pacino's, but I understand it because Pacino's Hoffa was amazing. But if it was me and I I was going with what the dark horse would be, I'm giving it to Joe Pesci. But I don't think either of them are going to get it. Joe Pesci's interesting because he's playing against type in this one. Big. You know? Very reserved. Very... uh, more methodical as opposed to some of these other films where he's like just running off at the mouth and you know just reacting crazily but Pacino bodies he's a good Hoffa I think that's probably what happened to De Niro is that they were like they overshot I I thought honestly if you're looking at whose movie it really was it feels like it's Pacino's movie Facts. facts so when people see that and they're like well I could vote for De Niro to put him in best actor or I could give it, you know, Pacino and Pesci for best supporting. They give right. it to Pacino and Pesci. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I mean, I, it's not like Pacino gets it. We're upset. He did right. great. Um, who's going to win, though? Brad. Yeah, Brad. It seems like a lock. It seems like a lock. Um, and he deserves it. Well deserved. Yeah. Shouts out Cliff Booth. Best supporting actress. Best supporting actress. Um, Let's go through these. Let's go through these. You know what? What? When the nominations came out, I hadn't seen Jojo Rabbit yet. You just took that in, right? Pleasantly surprised to say Scarlett Johansson is pretty good in that movie. Yeah, yeah, she's solid. I thought maybe she like ate up a nomination slot for someone more deserving, but... ScarJo did her thing. She did her thing. Um, I, I don't know if she needed a nomination, but it's not egregious, I'll say that, after it, watching the movie. It, I would she's say, better in that than Marriage Story. I was going to say, she, des- she deserves oh this nom over Marriage Story. <laughs> It's weird. That's a fact. <laughs> Yo, Adam Driver washes her mouths. No, for real. And it's not even close. It's really not even close. Shouts out Black Widow. Um, who should win that? Who should win that? Hmm. Nate, you just watched Little Women, right? Yeah. How do you feel about Florence Pugh? I actually think she's really, really good. She is. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a star. Star in the making. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think she's solid, honestly. I mean, I think she delivers. But I think she's kind of, um, and we were talking about this earlier, the two of them, mm-hmm. unrelated conversation. Right. But I think she's on that Timothy Chalamet wave where mm-hmm. the nomination is the nod. It's like, we see you, but she's not going to get that yet. Facts. No big facts. And shit, again, her Black Widow's coming out in a couple months. Like, she she's out of here. Yeah. She's on her way. So she doesn't really need the award. She'll probably do work in the future where she will get the award. Right. But she still bodied it as a supporting actress. Who do you think will win? Because hmm. I'm not really big on any of these like that. Yeah, you know, um, like I'm Margot sp- Robbie and Bombshell. Mm-hmm. I would like she to does see good that. work. The character's a little weird. She's the only fictional character. Yeah, it's odd. It's odd from the jump. And it's more like a, you know, amalgamation of 
other stories, real life accounts, mm. into one character. Uh, so you think the movie itself hurts her chances? Yeah, maybe. But she does have a lot to do in that movie, and she knocks it out of the park. Word. So that wouldn't be a crazy win. Um, I mean, Laura Dern is... She literally is Big Little Lies. Yeah. This is Big Little Lies 3. It's yeah. a showy part, but, I mean, we can't deny that she bodied it. She, did, I mean, yeah, she was fine. But, again, I've seen... I feel like I saw her do better work in Big Little Lies. Well, the thing is, it's Fact. just, like, the big Lord Dern scene in that movie where she's saying, you know, what men do or yeah. whatever. yeah. That monologue just has, like, Oscar written all over 100%, 100%. it. 100%. And not in, like, the good way. It's like... Feed like, me. Yeah. When Noah saying. was writing that, he said, had Oscar reel on <laughs> his mind. <laughs> it's almost like, um, I don't know if you remember this from the uh, Gems oral story. Mm-hmm. When I was talking to Ronald, the co-writer, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, you know, the scene where Howard breaks down crying. He's like, you see, you can, you start to write that and you picture being in, like, a reel. Yeah. And you cringe. <laughs> like, that's the last thing you want. Word. So then they add in the, you know, the butt tattoo and, and that kind of humor to undercut it and make it not like a cliche 100%. Scene. 100%. I mean, I, I, I feel you. I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to her. Um, so if Scar Joe is going to win, you fine with that? You okay with her getting the supporting actress win? If she wins it? Uh, sure. Whatever. She could. I don't know. <laughs> she's not getting Best Actress. I don't. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. I don't think she's getting Best Actress. This room is sounding real toxic masculinity right <laughs> is <it>? now. <laughs> is it? No, I mean... it's not. But you know what? Who's that coming from right now? It's coming from me. So I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, again, she was solid in Jojo Rabbit. I would be fine with it. But of these performances listed, Florence Pugh is probably my favorite, 100%. especially because, yeah. and I've not seen other. Of the Little Women, but apparently the whole big thing about Gerwig's take on it is that you're supposed to really hate Amy. Word. And um, Gerwig and and Florence kind of work to make her less of a villain Facts. in this adaptation. Yeah. And that kind of worked. Flor- I don't know. Flor- Florence Pugh is a name that if you're not up on it, you should be up on it because you're probably going to be hearing a lot about her. Win or no win. So that's my vote for should. Will Lord Dern. Yeah, I think I think I'm, I I'm think the Oscars are gonna go to Laura Dern. Yeah, I mean she's been busy. Yeah, she's been she, working. She's she's in people's you know minds. And it could be a situation where this is the only win that Marriage Story gets. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, and then Dark Horse again. Dark Horse is not personal bias. Facts. Purely getting into the minds of the voters, I could see them giving to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Just the fact that she got nominated for um, lead and supporting yeah. shows some kind of favoritism there. All right, let's get in the best actress. Again, Scar Joe's up for Marriage Story. Let's Nate? Sure. Uh, for who should win? Yeah. Who should win best actress? Yeah, because we know it's not that. Um, <laughs> well, you got Cynthia Revo for Yeah, a, 100%. Harriet. I think I think she killed it. Yo, that. shout she out Cynthia Revo. Yeah. She yeah. and like what, two and a half years has already showcased an amazing range. Facts. Yeah, even Yeah, I mean, movie-wise, it's literally what? Widows, the the hotel movie, what the Bad fuck is that called? Bad times at the El Royale. Which was very disappointing to me, but she yeah, put it on her back. In, in a Second lot of back. disappointing mil- movies, she is the shining star. I, I what think are you talking about, Harriet? I'm talking about Harriet. All right, just letting because we didn't want the the listeners to think that we were talking about widows. No, being disappointing, no, no, because we love widows. She was great in Widows, which is a great film. Okay. Clear that up. Uh, don't do this. Widows wasn't uh, a great film. What I the mean, fuck? That was like, eh. Don't do, see people that say like, that. Eh. People say because, your face is eh. Yeah. Well, you know what? No one listening knows that. So, <laughs> <laughs> My, I, I think it's a situation where Cynthia is great um, in the film. I'm going to ask a controversial question. Oh, here you go. Do I need to see Harriet to be- know that Cynthia Revo is a great actress? Be- no, because I'm not pressed. To watch Harriet. Yeah, I think. Super producer Taliba stepping in. I'm just not. I'm not pressed. I'm sorry. It's not a good film. You know where I'm watching yeah. Cynthia Revo Taliba on The Outsider. 
Facts. Ooh, on Facts. HBO. She kills it. She I think she's shown a, a crazy just intelligence for picking amazing roles. Yes. Yes. Just she just keeps doing it. Isn't keeps she doing one it. away from uh Egot? She needs an O to be an Egot, yes. Yeah, oh my this would fill it? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, she um Ooh. she's got a Emmy, Grammy, and Tony off for her work on uh the the color purple stage oh, play. Yeah. yeah. She um you could watch cell phone videos of her singing on that, and Facts. that's crazy. <laughs> Matter like she, because I, if you go back, was it 2018? It was around the time Widows came out on Blu-ray. Um, I talked to her, and she was actually on the set of Harriet, and she's like, "Yo, I went on a damn an ally." I went on the View. You know, Whoopi Goldberg told me that you know my performance was fired. Like she's already certified. She really just needs an Oscar, and Harriet probably could be that film. That's that, what's up. Let's yeah. do it. That that feels like the uh, the Oscar. Uh, I don't want to call it Oscar bait. Sight but, uh, unseen. I'm pulling for Cynthia. Facts. Now um, another movie that I haven't seen because I'm equal opportunity <laughs> disinterest <laughs> and biopic sometimes. I, here we go. Fucking Judy. I have no I desire. Give, <laughs> I don't give a shit. No <laughs> desire. I watched the trailer and I said, "What?" Again, Renee Zellweger though. She's been racking them up. Yeah, she's been winning. She got the Globe. Yeah. She got the BAFTA. That that says a lot. It does. That says, especially, I feel like Cynthia might be her main comp for this. Unless Shersha Ronan was that fire in Little Women. You know, she. I feel like she's good in everything she does, but to the point that could almost hurt her. Like, she's had other standout roles. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mm. And this was not stand out. Especially not compared to the others in the category. Fair enough. Yeah. Were you more of a Lady Bird fan? Eh. Damn. Oh my gosh. Eh. See ya. For a movie that none of us really care about, um, it seems that the voters and all the octogenarians love Judy. Yes. That's their movie. Shout out to Judy Garland, though. Do you know? <laughs> do you, do you know? <laughs> Nate, is, is your neighbor? Did yeah, your neighbor is your neighbor fuck fucking with Judy? With Judy? Um. He liked it, but he didn't. That wasn't like his thing. He's old enough to but, remember. Ah, Judy yeah. Garland overrated. <laughs> yeah. Can we get your neighbor on the pod one day? Uh, he'd come. He'd love it. Honestly, he'd he might have to play. He would, would he catch it. the train? Yeah, he would. We got to. We got to get some money in the he budget. Gets, he get gets that elderly discount. What do you mean? It's <laughs> like four bucks. He's here. <laughs> Ready. Ready. Um, Dark horse. Charlize. It feels like it could be sure. I mean, people like her a lot in Bombshell. Anybody I know who's watched it, they've praised so her. The thing about Bombshell is that um, you know, Charlize is another one who uh always really throws herself into the role. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if, if she actually goes method, but she definitely appears to. You know, of course we all remember when she won for Monster. Yeah. She Jesus. Went all in on that. Yeah. Uh she becomes Megan Kelly so thoroughly that it's almost a bit disturbing Shit. to watch. I gotta get into it. A little it. unsettling. I'll make sure I watch all of these so, films before Sunday. I guess that means she killed it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the voice is just, it's just eerie. Is that gonna be weird if she gets, I mean, because Megan, Ke- Megan Kelly is, in real life, seen as a pillar for the type of people that the Hollywood and liberals dislike. Is that gonna be weird to have her go up there and accept that award? It's not like it's a Megyn Kelly biopic, though, that's saluting her or anything like that. You she, know? Yeah, but the nuance is going to be lost on Twitter for that one. Let's go screenplays, which is always an interesting one. This one could be a little diverse. There's there's some room for them to give some awards to films that might not get anything. If Joker wins screenplay, I'm going to tear my hair out. <laughs> well, let's go. Best adapted screenplay. Joker's up for it, along with uh, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman. Little Women and Two Popes. God, this fucking Popes movie. I feel like they made it up. (laughs) (laughs) Four people watched it. Best adapted screenplay um, should win The Irishman. 
Yes. 100% bar none. Great script. It's, again, especially when I don't think have, Irishman's going to take a lot. You have to really be in your bag to keep me entertained for uh, seven hours or however fucking long <laughs> that movie is. Seven and years. And the script is like, it depends on who you watch it with, I guess. Because I mean, when we saw it, so yeah. I went to the, the um, premiere, but I saw it again in theaters with Nate. I didn't, that's cool. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had no plus. And you would have been like maybe plus four. He was doing that. That's when you talked to the homie Bobby Cannavale. If too. I had if I had plus one, it would have had to be Cal. I'm sorry. That's facts. Um, I appreciate that. But when we saw it in civilian theaters, it was just... <laughs> it's weird because it's like, I guess people saw it because they... You feel like if... Um, you know a movie's going to be on Netflix. The people who are still paying money to go see it in theaters clearly have some investment. They really want to see that shit. But then you feel like other people maybe just get swept up in that narrative and go see it because Facts. the whole fucking movie, I don't know if you heard this because I was next to them, it was a, a chick leaning over to her boyfriend or vice versa to like explain the movie to him the whole time. Oh, I was like, God. Why do they want to kill him? Wow. What did he do? Was oh it that God. difficult to understand? Like I, I don't fucking know. Like what? <laughs> Three and a half hours of that, pissed. You never go into the sun in the back. <laughs> <laughs> never go into the theater with me. So ever I say again. that to say, um, depending on who you watch it with, the Irishman is very funny. I laughed. Like great, great script. I fucking laughed. Hilarious until you know he's shooting people in the face. Yeah, that sucked. It, but it was funny. It watch- even still was funny up until that with the fish in the back seat. <laughs> true. True. Facts. Facts. I, I like that film. And it was written by Steve Zalian, who is pretty much a legend in that, you know, you don't, unfortunately for uh, guys like me and Nate, the screenwriter is one of the last known people. Damn. Last known household names, but Steve Zalian is one, at least in the film nerd category. That people are up on? Yeah. So. Right. Now, in terms of who will, your, man, your man's uh, Taika. With, Taika. With JoJo? Going off the, the trend of who's been winning, JoJo's been racking them up. I think they just won the BAFTA last night, they right? They just won the so, BAFTA. So, hello. so we're thinking that we got Joaquin, we got Megyn Kelly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, we got, the Nazi and, and we got the Nazi movie. <laughs> but wait, no, because what was the tweet that you found, Fraser? Homeboy said um, there's been no adapted screenplay that's won the Writers Guild Award and the, the BAFTA and then lost the Oscar in the last. Oh decade. no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not denying it. Right, so and that's I'm coming just saying from... that would be. I mean, as a white person, I could laugh, but I mean, it might not be funny for, for well, everybody let, else. Let me tell you this: when when JoJo starts and it's literally just black and white Nazi propaganda, I'm looking around like, what the fuck? And I'm like, when, when I went to the scrim, like I'm one of the only black people in the room. It's not a big, <laughs> it's where we saw a photograph. It, it, it shouts out to uh, Brian, Brian Park, Park Hotel. Um, they always got that popcorn on deck. Big baby. facts, and then bottles of water. It's a small room, but it was packed because I think. It had just been screening in some other festivals, so it might have been uh, was it TIFF? It was one of the one of the festivals. So there was hype going into, it, and it was the fullest I've seen it, like a one o'clock screening there anytime, and it was funny. But I'm like, damn, there's really just like how Hitler jokes all over. Like you know, it feels feels a little extra. It feels a little extra. But uh, yeah, I think you say that to say you have to have like, it's a film that's not for everybody, right? And you have to like really ride that satirical wave to be like yo this is i get what he's trying to do because yeah. he's shitting on the nazis the entire time but uh i was actually kind of disappointed by the script i liked it i liked jojo rabbit you know mm. i felt like this was just kind of like a worse version of that yeah like it was like a, a not even i don't want to say worse i want to say like softer version i could see that Like if you're really going to go in on the nazis go in on the nazis 100 100 like and some people might not get that humor then because mm. it's like harder humor but I felt like that, that, you know, especially now that's kind of needed. And not only that, it would just made a better movie for me. I will say, I don't uh, like, I don't think an audience today could take a Blazing Saddles up. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. could, you couldn't do that. So I think this is probably the safest you could do in terms of that type of satire. Tyke is great, though. <laughs> he was his, his Adolf Hitler. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and his pen is just great. I mean, before yeah. this, we were like, Saluting him as one of the saviors of the the MCU. No, he for injecting he in some fact, flavor into that shit with Thor Ragnarok. Reinvigorated Thor. I mean, what we do in the shadows is is revered. Oh my god! I mean, the the guy's got a gift. It depends on if you can really rock with that gift for this particular film. But why not? You know, if uh, JoJo wins, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'd be I disappointed. It. I I I want the Irishman to get it, but 
Yeah, I, th- I think JoJo's probably got it. Word. Um, no. If we had to pick a dark horse, this one's hard. It is. Uh, it's a tough one. Honestly, I don't want to put the energy out there, but the dark horse is probably Joker. Oh, God. It's probably Joker. Again, 11 nominations, the most out of any film this year. Word. It's going to win more than one thing. Probably. If it wins for adapted screenplay, I give up. I don't give up, <laughs> but just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I think that that's like the one thing that it absolutely should not win. Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, it's not like, no, like I said, yeah, it's it's Joaquin carries that. Mm-hmm. He changes the dynamic of the film. Word. And if it hadn't been him, and Trash. it had really, like that screenplay had really been put to the forefront. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it doesn't even deserve a nomination. He saved us. Maybe uh, Greta Gerwig will get it, Little Women. I would like that. I would like that. Because it's interesting that she's here but not in director, so oh, God. maybe that means they're, they the voters found a, you know, emphasis on the script. Fingers crossed. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, again, especially since she's not, no women are up for directing, and, and there's been a, I mean, a number of films this past year that were... Uh, that would appease the fans, but... The yeah. Little Women deserve <sighs> the win, like especially when you're adapting a movie that's been adapted like three other times. Yeah, there was literally one that came out in 2018. Yeah, it's just and, like a Star Is Born. And okay. the 90s one was better. Go. Like if you mm-hmm. want to make an adaptation of something that's been adapted before, you have to do it better. You can't just keep remaking the same. The thing homie did tell me that uh, that the 94 was better. Yeah, that she actually said that she hates this one. Damn, she's not an ally. No, but she she's no, she's saying that she hates it because it pales in comparison to the gotcha, ninety four, gotcha. and that the all the she's tricks in this, this one, like the <laughs> like the timeline jumping around and shit, don't actually work. I've never seen the ninety four. Who's in that? Like Winona Ryder and Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah, big yeah. class, big classic for people who are into this sort of period. I gotta piece. go back to that one and see. I'm interested now from Word. her comments though. Uh, jumping over to original screenplay. Whew. Oof, Knives Out, Marriage yeah. Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and the fucking Parasite, man. Tarantino tends to always sweep up the screenplay awards. But, I mean, and it's not like he shouldn't. That's his bag. Uh, Damn. Uh, he, he said this shit. I, I loved Once Upon a Time, but it's not good because of the screenplay. Like, it's real, it's it's a bunch of great scenes. And a bunch of like little little parts. One, they're not connected at all. I mean, you kind of, you just rambling through Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I never. And here's here's why Tarantino's such a great director because of all those disconnected scenes and all those you know that rambling. He through his directing, he ties it up in a three hour movie. And I never once was bored. Well, I was not upset hours. at all. It's close. It's like two thirty something. Okay, close enough. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like he did all that. Through directing, and I wasn't bored. But for screenplay, no, he doesn't deserve it. So you're saying he compared possibly, to but. compared to other Tarantino movies, this is not one where the script shines in the same way. No, no. I mean, this is overindulgence to the max. It for is him. very overindulgent. Right, it's got some moments though. The shit with the Leo and the little girl. No, like that's what I'm saying. Though. It yeah, has great, great scenes, mm-hmm. but then it has also, you know, it's like how does that connect to like Brad Pitt going out? Randomly to like Manson compound, yeah. and then, even the scene and, there where Bruce Dern is hilarious. Right, the scene. That's what I'm saying. As a God. whole, if we're talking about best original, like, come on, this All is right, not. What do you 19 think? nominations, win, fam. What do I think should win? I, I'd give it to Knives Out. Mm. Fair off the strength of the Daniel Craig Donut speech alone. <laughs> I love that film. I love that film. I, it's it's definitely. I haven't seen it since theaters. I really need to go back. Yeah, I, I was I was out. Where I, is the rip? There, I don't want to admit that on wax, but you know. I mean, there is, there is. The thing is, what's out there isn't to your standard. Yeah, I need seven twenty or higher. <laughs> seven twenty or eight shit. <laughs> uh, but I was out a couple weeks ago, and uh, there was a guy who randomly went and saw it, and he was gushing about how much he loved the film. Gushing. It's, it's 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 just a really solidly told story. You know, you you get these random beats. They don't waste time with scenes like you're going to there's a nugget that you're going to pick up that's going to inform you on something that happens later. It's fucking funny. Daniel Craig is having so much fun with that script. Yeah. So much. Every, everybody was. Everybody. And, that, and that, it's packed. 
fact. Yeah. I mean, the fact that literally you have that many stars, that many talented actors, and everybody shines Word. is crazy. I mean, the writing right there is, is phenomenal. The fact that you can do that, and like you said, Cal, then keep a story together yes. that's still sharp as hell. You gave everybody space, everybody room to breathe, everybody room to act, Word. and the story delivers. No fat. Yeah. When no, I, I mean, that deserves it. And shit. He, he, he did with Chris Evans what nobody else could. And <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ooh. but it's facts. You know, Captain America oh shines. My God, this is one of the shadiest episodes in recent memory. It's facts, and and you loved his sweater. Oh, great sweater. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not Once Upon a Time and it's not Knives Out, if we're talking about a dark horse, mm-hmm. I don't think it's anybody but Parasite. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll get into this for the last two, but 1917, after the Golden Globes, has emerged as the golden favorite, but I think Whoa. script is one of the last places, like, to your point about Once Upon a Time, that hits even harder for 1917. Oh, yeah. Like, no one is praising that movie off of the screenplay. Word. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just a visual feast, really. Yeah. I mean... And then Marriage Story, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's got it's got scenes like the fight and the Duran speech. Yeah, I think the and best. And then they multiply that by 15. the best scene. <laughs> the best scene in that movie is has a lot of physical comedy though. I would say the scene with uh, Merritt Weaver when uh, they're trying to serve him the papers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. But that's less dependent on you know actual words. It's, it's all just so yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go bong for Dark Horse. Bong, my he's, dude. He's he's not gonna get it because I I mean he's. I'm not gonna segue on you, but I mean he's locked in for for best four, and I think you think right, yeah, and that's a good point because a lot of people, if that's the only thing Parasite wins, I think most people will be unhappy. It's almost like a situation with uh, you know like the Grammys, yes, where like when Beyonce is up for album of the year, but she still wins urban contemporary, whatever the fuck that. Yeah. category is it's like yeah. of course you won that Facts. you know you, you should have the short up parasites in, in the same the same um situation where of course it's going to win best foreign yeah and, and again realistically it should be up for a lot more right, right. but here's also that the fact that in order for best screenplay to win they have to send it out to people to vote and that's in korean yeah so like come on who your, your neighbor wasn't going to yeah, sit through two and a half hours of subtitles in korean i don't i think oscars need to uh your neighbor is yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Just to shock you, <laughs> blow your mind. But uh, I can't remember who tweeted this. This is just off memory. But someone did tweet that they had been talking to an Oscar voter. And uh, a lot of the hearsay in the Academy is that they didn't want to do the work for watching Parasite in Jesus. terms of watching a subtitled film. Yeah. Yeah. That low-key sounds racist. And it even goes into Bong's speech. Yes, that was the main he, thing he pointed out. It was yeah. like, you, you didn't want to take... Once you get past the barrier of words in a one-inch space or whatever, um, which is true. And which is true. Sure old enough, voters, a lot man, of people... Old voters, hard on the eyes. It's, it's, it's sad just because... I mean, fuck it. We'll get into to Best Director and Best Picture and stuff. So, best Director. Now we've got Scorsese... Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino, and Bong, Bong. once again. Who should win? That's not named Bong. Um, Scorsese. Is this the one that he, he might actually scoop? He won Departed. That was a um, gift. <laughs> that's well, that's real. what I'm saying. I mean, everyone treats the Departed Award like where it's, you know, oh, Making up for Goodfellas, but mm-hmm. I feel like this would be the Making one. Making up for that, Goodfellas, Raging Bull. Come on, like let's well, be you, real. there's a, a a whole litany of Scorsese yeah, well, films where that should have been no, should have won. Not not New York, New York. Yo, New York, New York's fire. <laughs> Big fire. Go see that at the Metrograph. Still playing this week is your last week to see nothing it. Nothing to do. It's so long. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just it's cool. Him, the idea of him winning for this movie that deconstructs. You know, this genre that he's been so closely associated with mm-hmm. this late in his career, you right. know, it feels like real magnum opus shit. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it, I, it's hard. To, I, but I always felt like that narrative was kind of disrespectful to The Departed. The Departed is a genuinely five star movie. Yeah, true, true. But but I mean, it's the thing where there are a lot of people have done these films, but like Scorsese is the god of them. Right. And to have the one film that is 
all of these things condensed into into one three hour three and a half hour sitting and moves the genre forward to a point where it's almost like it had people saying like all right no more mob movies that's so you can't do it again if it's not going to be better than the irishman i don't think you should even bother but to that same token um quentin tarantino kind of did magnum opus show once upon a time in hollywood it's again a movie that encompasses a lot of different strands that he'd been building towards in his Word. filmography. Mm. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of people had their problems with it. Some fair. But if you want to talk about directing, like Nate said earlier, he didn't slack there at all. Facts. Facts. True. Who will win? Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Right? 1917. This, <laughs> Jesus. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a safe movie. Yeah. If you're going True. into the Oscar season and you want to win, you make 1917. That's the blueprint. Yeah. 1917 I mean, it's it's is like yeah. uh, an episode of 24 <laughs> in World War One, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Dark Horse. Probably I, Bong. I would love Bong one. I, I, I feel like he would be the only... For me, it's it's it's... Terrible because Parasite is Parasite's better than a majority of the films that are nominated. But again, because people don't want to watch a movie, and mind you, this this is a year or so after Roma came in and did the damn thing, and that movie is roughly two and a half hours, and it's all subtitled. Um, So again, that's why it feels like. I don't want to say bias. I don't know if you want to say prejudice. There's something there that is stopping people from taking this film. A film that, you know, you it's so good and it's so well done. I don't even want to tell people what it's about. I'm just like, here's this movie. It's an A+. Go don't, watch it. Don't watch the trailer. Don't watch the trailer. Don't read the wiki. Don't get anything. Just go in there and experience it like everyone else has. I mean, I think that's a great segue into the last category, then. Best Picture. Fuck. This, this, this stacked. If we're talking should win, though, um, personally, Parasite, if I'm listing my favorite movies ranked mm-hmm. 2019, Parasite comes in fourth. Uh-huh. But again, that's like comparing, you know, A plus, A plus, A plus. We're talking about your top five or ten. And, and your number one is out of it because they uh, snubbed the hell out of it, right? Uncut Gems, so. Didn't send it to anybody, man. Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. I still want to see Parasite win because of, you know, the narrative. Facts. Narrative goes into this as well. Just like the narrative of seeing a foreign film take this award, one that's so crazy, so good. In a year, we'll, so original, but it, and it's like a monumental year because it's the first year that a Korean film has been in this light. Yeah, so which is wild to me because they just destroy there's, every year. There's a Korean thriller at fuck, least. Fucking that's Burning fire. isn't that old, and Burning, Burning was yeah. amazing. Remember you know? Handmaiden? Yeah. yeah, well, I never Hard. saw it, but I know you loved Handmaiden. Love the Handmaiden. <laughs> Don't watch it with your mom. Yeah, <laughs> but sorry. Right, so if Parasite is the should. I think we obviously know what the will is. 1917. Ever since the Golden Globes, has it just been racking them up? I don't know. I honestly think that Once Upon a Time might pull off the upset. Mm. Just because, as our friends in Jezebel told us today, <laughs> I got to show you this video when we get out of here. No, you don't. But anyway, <laughs> Oscar voters tend to love um, any kind of film that reflects their world oh yeah oh to hollywood yeah no. so which is i mean it, it, that video aside it's a it's a it is it's a good point it's a yeah. very good point um and because this movie is hollywood for that time frame and again you know people tend to do this just because the globes is the only one that has a comparable hype televised hype to the oscars but yeah. the globes is a wholly different body that doesn't really always indicate how the oscars are going to go at all word so word. you never know once I'm, would be an interesting upset. I'm still saying 1917. Yeah, me too. I'm still saying Dark Horse. There's a lot of films here. I mean, cause we're not we're not even we've not even brought up the f- Jojo Rabbit and Little Women and Joker are in this in this category. All right, here's my Dark Horse. Ford versus Ferrari. Loved it. Big film. Big film. That is a specific type of movie. I saw it on the last day that you could see it in theaters. Mm. Because I felt like you had to see those races on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. That, and it was all, let's just say, Oscar-looking voters <laughs> around me. <laughs> very white, 
those guys are very old at That's this just point. a yeah. specific type of movie to appeal to that crowd. It's like uh, a crowd pleaser for all ages, but still not basic. Straightforward yeah. script, a bunch of jokes that like kids and old people might laugh at. Facts. Uh, recognizable movie stars giving solid performances. I'm kind of surprised that neither of them were up for... It's almost like a lane that Matt Damon's making for himself with uh, like The Martian. It's a similar type of movie mm. where it's just like good. 100%. I could see that. Like Again, but especially when you realize that none of them have been... It really didn't get many other award nominations. Yeah. I, I feel like it deserved other nominations. It doesn't deserve a win in this category, but... I mean, if I want to see service. I want to see it get something. I would honestly, I would vote for it over 1917 for best picture. Interesting word. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it will go over, but I could see no, that. No, it definitely. Won't I could see it. that. So, those are our picks for the main categories. Again, you can go to the site. We've got a whole feature on this, breaking it down a little more and a little uh, more condensed because you know we're we're a little. Long-winded, but shit. It's the end of Oscar season. We, we got to do that. We got to do that. How can you not? Um, Nate, thank you for coming through once again. Always a pleasure uh, to see you, at least. <laughs> we we got to figure out a way to get your neighbor on the pod at some point. He's got to pull up. Uh-huh. We got maybe for the reactions. Yeah, I mean, definitely check back here after the Oscars themselves next week. We will be having an episode dedicated to breaking down what actually happened. We're, we got you. We're, we're available everywhere. You can get Watch Less. Apple Music, and everywhere else. But definitely go to Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever you do to get podcasts, we're there. Um, as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Complex Pop. Uh, hit us with some questions. Hit us with your thoughts. Who's going to win this year? Um, stay with us for Oscar Sunday. We should be live tweeting. We'll probably have a little bit of uh, juice in our system at that point. Definitely going to be off. Um, I still got a bottle of Angel's Coquito left. Talk up. Damn, really? Yeah. You, you sure that's good? It smells good. <laughs> you give it that sniff test before you pour it in the glass, my guys. All I'm saying. Uh, again, Nate, thank you for Frazier. This is Cal, always advising you to tune in and watch less. And for Watch Less, our producer is Taliba Newman. Our sound engineer is Craig Clayton. Mixing done by Jasmine Plata. Our editor in chief is Damian Scott. Our director of operations is Jen Stewart. Watch Less is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.